Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. Mike Freeman here, pastor of Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. Hey, uh, I'm excited to have you here with me as we continue in our reading. And today we are in Mark chapter 11. And what I want to look at is what is oftentimes called Jesus's triumphal entry. Now, just before this, Jesus had sent disciples to go and find a a colt or a donkey and, and to bring it to him. And our story picks up with him on this donkey and ultimately him riding it to the praise of other people as, as he enters in. And so uh, let's jump in. Let's pick right up into uh, Mark chapter 11, verses 7 through 8 is where we're going to start. Here's what happens. And they, the disciples, brought the colt to Jesus and they threw their cloaks on it. And he sat on it, and many spread their cloaks on the road, and others spread leafy branches that they had cut from the fields. And so this is, Jesus is on the colt, he's riding into Jerusalem, and uh, and this is actually in fulfillment of Old Testament prophetic word. Uh, Zechariah chapter 9 verse 9, it talks about this great celebratory moment uh, of the of this king. And so it says, rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion, shout aloud, O daughter of Jerusalem, behold, your king is coming to you, righteous, and having salvation is he, humble and mounted on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. And so Jesus, in his triumphal entry, he he is entering as the king, as the fulfillment as being the king of the Jews, this this messianic figure. And then uh, back to to Mark 11, that continues, verses 9 and 10. It says, And those who went before and those who followed were shouting, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our father David. Hosanna in the highest. This is, this is the, the people responding just like that prophetic word. It says, rejoice greatly, O daughter of Jerusalem. What are they doing? Jesus is entering in on the colt. He's entering in as the king. And what are the people doing? They're rejoicing greatly. They're rejoicing greatly. In fact, they're they're repeating this word hosanna. Hosanna. This is a this is what's called a transliteration. So this is when you take a Hebrew word and you take the sound of it and and you put it into the the Greek language in this in this case. And so we're uh, we see transliterations from Greek to English as well. Words like uh, baptism. That's a that's a transliteration, not a translation. And so if we were to translate the word uh, that we get baptism from, we were translate it. We would put the word immerse. But instead, the the translators they transliterate. It and so they used the Greek word with English pronunciation, and so we get the word baptism. And so here, same idea. It's taking a Hebrew word, which is the word really to save, right? It's it's the prayer. It says it's it's save now or save Lord or please help. That's what Hosanna says. And so when they when they're shouting the word Hosanna, they're saying Lord save, Lord help, please help. Hosanna, Lord save. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. And uh, this actually is the the word that you get from uh, Psalm 118, verses 25 and 26. Those first two words, save us, Hosanna. 
Save us. That's what it's saying. Hebrew, Hosanna. Oh Lord, save us, we pray. Oh Lord, oh Lord, we pray. Give us success. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We bless you from the house of the Lord. You see the connection here. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Save us. Save us. And so this is this is the the, the focal verse that I have for us today. I just want to take a moment and and uh, first of all, recognize the celebration that is happening at Jesus's entry. And we're going to contrast this with the the heartache of Jesus's crucifixion. We're going to we're going to see the tr- the crowd turning on him instead of saying, "Oh, Hosanna, save us!" We're going to see later the crowd is going to cry differently. They're going to cry, "Crucify him!" Um, but in this moment, this moment, there is recognition of Jesus as the messianic king. Now, ultimately, how he achieves that is through his suffering. We're going to see him suffer on our behalf. But but in this moment, there is celebration. And there is even this prayer, this calling, save us. Save us. And how does Jesus save us? Crucify him. Crucify him. He saves us through his crucifixion. And so today, the, the ancient way for our modern day, once again, it's it's turning our attention to Jesus and 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 really just recognizing who He is. Once again, He He is the Lord. He is the one who saves. He is the one that we cry out to in our moments of need, in our moments of despair, in those moments of hurt or of tragedy or of trauma and trial. He's the one we look to and we cry out. We say, "Hosanna!" We say, "Save us, Lord!" And here's the good news: He is. He has ultimately saved us from the consequence of our sin, from the great sorrow and grief that we experience because of our own rebelliousness. But then even more than that, even more than that, he, he meets us in our needs today. You know that you can go to him. If you've trusted in Jesus in his death and resurrection, do you realize that you can go directly to him? You can know that he cares for you. You can know that, that because of his death and resurrection, he loves you and he will be with you in your turmoil and your struggle and in your trials right now. You know, that's what I want to encourage you to uh, toward today. As this video comes to a close, I want you to, to turn it off and then take a moment and, and go to the Lord and simply pray, Hosanna, Lord, save me. Lord, I know you saved me uh, from my sin, but Lord, save me in the difficulties I face. Be with me, comfort me, guide me, direct me, lead me, and then have the faith that he will do just that.